want to dedicate today's 10-minute halacha shilu's for Shlema for Tziporofega Bas Sima Shendel. Today, to that uh, to that end, in terms of uh, dealing with a with a chola, um, in the past we've spoken about uh, being mevaker cholim. I want to speak today about uh, saying tehillim for a chola, about whether it's appropriate to say tehillim for a chola, how to say tehillim for a chola, what the kavana should be when we say tehillim for a chola. It is one of the items that was uh, that was put on the list. So what's important to know is that there is a gemara. The gemara Maseches Shavuos and Daftesav and Beis tells us that Rabbi Shub and Levi teaches us. That it's also for a person to use divrei Torah as a refua. That you're not allowed to uh, say uh, certain uh, chants of Torah as a way of uh, of getting better, um, as a way of uh, trying to treat an illness. The um, the pasuk in the Torah says in Devarim Parakiches Pasuk Gimel Tamim Tia Im Hashem Elokecha. And when it comes to dealing um, with uh, with with things like this, we always have to just simply follow the word of God. And the word of God means follow his mitzvot and follow what God's what God wants from us. Rashi understands it means that we're not supposed to be choker achar asidos. We're not supposed to try to figure out what the future will be. We just have to go and do our job right now. Um, the Rashbam over there in Devarim writes that sometimes you might find that some of these things that are more mystical and that are not really in line with Tamim Tia with fulfilling mitzvot, sometimes you might find that they'll work. Says the Rashbam, that's what we call the Kawach Hatumah. That doesn't mean that it's appropriate. Not everything that works is appropriate to do. So uh, even if someone says, well, I did this, uh, you know, this magic and that magic and whatever, and I, uh, you know, I did this Avodazara and the Avodazara worked for me, that doesn't necessarily mean the av- that's what we call a Nisayan. That's a Kodesh putting tests in our, in, our, in our way, in our path to, uh, to make sure that, uh, and, and th- those tests are for us to overcome and to be able to pass those tests and to be able to do what's, what's really right. Um, so what does this Gemara mean, that you're not allowed to use psukim to heal yourself? So the, uh, the way the Gemara actually says, the Gemara right after it says that line, says, Lahagin shiny, that if it's there to protect you, not to heal, but to protect, that's okay. The Gemara says, wait a second, if you have a wound and you're trying to heal it by whispering some psukim or saying some words over that wound, not only is it usr, you don't even have a chilek in olam haba. So the Gemara says, no, that's only if you also spit on it. You also do some sort of strange procedure with it. But if you just say the Pesukim, it's an Isidar but it's not in Lochelech Lolem So the way the Gemara seems to play out is that if a person is sick, they have a wound, and they use Pesukim to try to cure it. If along with those Pesukim they spit, they don't even have a Chelech Lolem If they just use Pesukim straight, then they have a Chelech Lolem but it's Aser. But if it's to protect from future problems, lahagain, it's there for protection, then it's okay. Frek Tosos, there is a Gemara Mesech Shabbos of Samach Zayin that says, Le'ishtabas yoma le'mahachi v'yarem alach eshamei lav, that uh, if a person is suffering from a one-day-old fever, which apparently is considered a very dangerous fever, there's a certain pasuk you're supposed to say. Says Tosos, another exception. Sakanta shayni. If it's dangerous, if you're in a dangerous situation, then you're allowed to use psukim. You're allowed to uh, to chant whatever psukim you want to chant in order to to solve issues of danger. 
Rambam paskins in Hilchos Avodas Kachavim Parakid Aleph Halach Yibayz Halochish Alamaka Vekori Pasuk Min Atorah Vechen Kori Alatinuk Shal Yivat. If a person uses the Torah to try to heal a wound or to try to calm a baby, Lo Dailem Shem Bechal Menachshim Vechovrim. Not only are they in violation of the Isra of Nechush and of Chover Chover that it says in the Torah, El Shein Bechal Akofrim BeTorah. It's also a denial of the Torah. Shein Osin Devrei Torah Refuas Guf. They're using the Torah as a uh, as a refuas a guf as a uh, remedy for the body. The Torah is a remedy for the soul, not a remedy for the body. But a healthy person that reads to him in order to protect him, in order that the zuchus of reading it should protect him, and to save them from future tzoros, hareza muter. So the Rambam seems to emphasize two chilukim, one between a healthy person and a non-healthy person, but he doesn't seem to assume that the chiluk between healthy and non-healthy is the real chiluk. The Rambam says it's just that normally when a non-healthy person is using Tilim, he's trying to use it as some sort of magic. But a healthy person is just using it as a zechus, that this should be a great zechus, that I'm learning Tilim, that I'm saying Tilim, that I'm connecting to the Rebbe Shalom, and to use a zechus to try to protect you, that your zechus should protect you, that's good, that's appropriate, that's totally fine. So, Lechorah, one could argue within the Rambam, that even if you're not healthy, but you have the proper attitude, that you're not just using the Tilim as a way of uh, curing yourself, you're using it as a zechus, that the zechus of these tilim, the zechus of coming closer to the Rebbe Shalom, that should help me. One could argue that that l'chora should be mutter. Sefer Chinuch is a very important line. Sefer Chinuch mitzvah tough kuf yud beis writes that uh, when when it comes to saying to Hillim and, and psukim and things of, of that nature, he says ain't a davar chalila doma leinyan chover chaver. It's not what the Torah talks about when it talks about the iser. He says when we say to Hillim, what what's going, what's really going on is that the yeshbem devarim yaoruru hanefesh hayodeya osam. It's to awaken the soul that knows them lachsos ba'ashem ulahas. To connect to God and to put our trust in God. And to establish the fear of God in our hearts. And to rely on His kindness and His goodness. And it's that connection to God that will ultimately protect you. But it's not about using some magical uh, words that the words themselves are going to protect you. It's by connecting to David HaMelech, to the words of David HaMelech, and to using the words of David HaMelech to connect to God. David HaMelech uh, went through... Uh, uh, very difficult times in his life, a very miserable life, and he was very poetic in the way that he was able to connect to the Rebbe Shalom. You use those words to connect to the Rebbe Shalom, the zechus of connecting to the Rebbe Shalom, that's what's going to help you. And he says that's what the Gemara means when it says, Lahagain shiny. to protect you is different. It doesn't mean that if you're healthy, it's okay. No, it means that if that's if you have the healthy attitude, if it's there to protect you in terms of the zechus, as opposed to using it as a refua, that's okay. And that's the proper attitude that a person should have uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to tefillin. In fact, the Me'iri understands that even that Gemara Mesech Shabbos that tells us that, oh, if it's for Sakana, it's okay. The Me'iri understands differently. The Me'iri says that even that Gemara in Shabbos that talks about when you have a fever, how you should say a pasuk about the sneh, about Hashem, how Hashem appeared to Moshe from the sneh, he says, not just magic, he says, you should learn that parsha. You should learn that parsha of the sneh. Why? What's the parsha of the sneh? Klal Yisrael was in the, the throes of a Golis in Mitzrayim. They were in this terrible situation, and it looked hopeless, and it looked like there was no way out. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu provided them with a gula. 
So that's what you should you should you should internalize that message. That's all it means. Not that when you have this fever, that if you say this pasuk, oh, magic, the the, the the fever will go away. No, you internalize the message that everything's in the hands of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that even when things look hopeless, that there's still that Hakadosh Baruch Hu could make things change. Hakadosh Baruch Hu could do whatever he wants. So that's when you internalize that message. That's the school. It's not a school at all. The school is to to come close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and put your trust in him and to have absolute absolute bitachon in Shulchan Aruch in Yardeis in Kufayin Tesuvches. If a person cites some sort of incantation and spits, and you know, when, when a person has an illness and he reads a pasuk, and if you skip the spitting part, then it's still asr, but it's not ein But says the Shulchan Aruch, paskiving like Tosos against the Meiri, that if it's mamish sakonis nefashos, then it's mutter anyway. Which is unbelievable. Shulchan seems to paskin that you're allowed to use the divrei Torah as a refuah, you know, as a, as, a, as a magical uh, refuah, even if uh, um, e- even without all the vartlach we said about connecting to the rebbeinu shalom and everything else. If it's sakonis nefashos, he seems to, to paskin like tosos. It seems that all the poskim assume that it's 100 percent uh, that it's 100 percent mutter to say to him. But the ideal way to say to him would be to focus on what the words are meaning. So I get the question very often. We're saying to him for cholo. Which tilim should we say? Which prakim of tilim should we say? Now, there are two ways to touch up that question. Some, some people are asking which program of Tehillim are most meaningful in relating to what a Chol is going through and in increasing our level of Amunah and Bitachon to be able to connect to the Ribbon Shalom. That's the good way to ask the question. Some people mean, no, which Tehillim are pushing the right buttons that is gonna make, that's going to make everything change? Which, it's like which medicine to take, which Tehillim to say? If you're going along those lines, then it becomes much more iffy. Then you'd have to really uh, be magdir. You'd have to pass on like the Shulchan Aruch against, uh, against the Miri, obviously. You'd also have to be magdir that it's really a chola that's mamish sakana, that's in, that's in imminent danger. And that's the gather of what sakana is not, not so clear. So to, uh, to, to ask the question in that way is not so pashat at all. So it's more likely that when we pick certain Tehillim to say, or even like we spell out the name, a lot of times people spell out the name from Kofi test. Why are you spelling out the name? You're spelling out the name because it's magic? You're spelling out the name because as you spell out the name, you're going to think more about that person. You're going to dive in more sincerely to the Rebbeinu Shalom to help that person. We should focus when we say Tehillim for people. When we dive in for people, we are in favor of saying Tehillim, and it's very important to connect to the Rebbeinu Shalom in that way and to use the words of David Amalek to connect to the Rebbeinu Shalom. But we should be very careful to do it with a with a with a healthy kind of attitude in terms of service of the Rebbeinu Shalom and not trying to circumvent genuine uh, uh, genuine uh, introspection and genuine avodas Hashem by trying to pull a little trick here and there that it has to be a direct service of the Rebbeinu Shalom the way that it's supposed to be and that's the close all of our tefillah should be answered and kol chol Yisrael should be zochot to refuah